Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. Moving from working full-time to staying at home full-time is hard. So is transitioning from having your kids at school all the time to having them at home. There are many great things about it, and today we're going to talk a little about the hard and the easy life of homeschooling. This is going to be a pretty Lauren-centric episode. My family has been homeschooling for quite a long time now, so not a whole lot changes from year to year. So let's see how Lauren is doing this year. How's it going, Lauren? It's going great, actually. I I guess I thought it was going to be a little bit harder than this, or maybe I'm taking some kind of shortcut that I shouldn't be. I guess only time will tell that. Okay. This is not my first year homeschooling. It's actually my second. But the first year, I was only homeschooling my oldest, and it was the year after covid or after COVID started. And the way that the school system was doing work, it was all on the computer. And I didn't, I didn't think that that was really appropriate for a first grader. I, we've talked before about kids in screen time and, you know, how I feel about it. I don't think that kids should never watch TV. I just think that they shouldn't spend eight hours on their computer every day. It's a little much. So I went to homeschooling. And that year, I was the world's worst homeschool teacher. I think maybe maybe there's someone else out there that was worse, but I was pretty bad. Thank heaven she knew how to read. So she could read the instructions and do the work, which was from what other people have told me of their first grader abnormal. (laughs) So I, yeah, I just kind of let her do the work because my son just, whenever he was home, he wanted my attention and he was only three. So it's not like I could really educate him yet. And my daughter, my youngest was still a baby. And every time I turned from her to try and work With my oldest, she started screaming and climbing me and needing to be held. And it was just, it was a really hard time. And I know other moms, other homeschool moms deal with the same thing. And boy, I get you, sister. I, yeah, I completely understand that pain. But I was very grateful the following year to be able to send them off to private school that had a different way of thinking than the, you know, full-time computer work. And actually, even by then, the the public school had kind of tapered off on that a little bit, but not completely. So I found a private school that had like regular education. 
and they did great there. They really enjoyed it, but we decided to go back to homeschooling this year. And I feel like, so in contrast to what I did then to now, I feel like it's, I'm better at it or I'm making a more concerted effort maybe to be better at it. I, I don't know if it's me or the fact that my child is no longer an infant and my, and now I'm teaching two instead of just one. I don't know if that makes it easier, but it's seemed much easier and the stress is way, way down <laughs> from what it was that first year. I would, I would actually sit her down and, you know, we'd open up the book and I would say, there's always a blurb that you work through, you know, as a parent with the kids at the beginning of each lesson. And I'd start on that. And that's as far as my infant could get on her own. And she would really start screaming and I couldn't, yeah, it was very stressful. <laughs> it sounds it. I think it was for my oldest, too. When I wasn't holding the baby and when she was just really freaking out, you know, of course, that would be a distraction. <laughs> so she found it easier just to do it on her own in first grade. Thank the Lord. And I really do mean it that she could just figure stuff out on her own. And when I transitioned her to private school, they said that she that she was right up to grade or whatever for everything and actually even over grade on some stuff. So, yep, she she must be some kind of amazing student or something <laughs> <laughs> because I was not a very good homeschool teacher that first year. But you've certainly gotten better since then. And you were doing the best you could. You, you, I, I know you're kind of hard on yourself for those that first year, but you were doing the best you could in the circumstances, which is all we can ever ask for our, from ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But just thinking about it makes me feel like I need to cry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're having a tough time with homeschooling, I really do understand. I just, it was very, very stressful. And I mean... Mostly because of the baby, because she was so needy at that time. But anyway, this year, some of the things that have been easier about homeschooling are that I'm not on the treadmill of pickup and drop off. I love a schedule in my life. I think I say that every single episode, so you people already know it, but I do. I'm just not so sure. I loved the, okay, your life is beginning now. And, you know, you need to have the kids dropped off at this exact time. And then your life is ending now when you need to be back to pick them up. And, of course, you always end up sitting around waiting forever. So that's a big time sink. And I have loved not doing that this year. And I know there's such a thing as the bus and the busing system, but terrible things happen on the bus. So I just never had any interest of sending my kids on the bus. Yeah, I never did either. <laughs> I'm also really grateful that I am not participating in any school stuff anymore. I 
I did actually enjoy being part of the PTO and the fundraising and the field trips and, you know, all that stuff. But more because then I got to be around my kids. I got to spend more time with my own kids. And yeah, now that they're home, I don't have to do any of that stuff anymore. And I get to spend all my time with them, which is both a blessing (laughs) and a struggle. That's really nice. And, you know, you also don't really have to worry about. And I loved my kids' teachers. I, I don't think they've ever had a teacher that I even felt the slightest weird, like, dislikey about. But there's more stuff that you have to do for them, too. <laughs> like buying presents for them every year around teacher appreciation and doing stuff uh like our schools always did breakfasts lunches and even dinners sometimes for the teachers when when they had a really long day like they had conferences we always did a dinner for them on that day it it always made sense and it's something i was happy to do for the teacher Mm -hmm. but now i'm also happy to not do because my kids don't have any teacher but me anymore. Harder things are that are now I have to take my kids everywhere with me when I go. The kids activities that don't fall in the time that my husband's home, which are almost all of their activities are now during the day. I have to take them and pick them up. And in some of those activities, I just, I just stay there. I don't drive back home because there's really no point. By the time I get home, I have to turn around and go right back. So there's no point in driving home. And because all the kids are home, then I have to have two of them at the other kids activities that have no reason to be there (laughs) except for I'm their parent and legal guardian. (laughs) So I... I've found that I need to make sure and have some kind of entertainment in the car. Coloring book for the youngest actually works really well. And a lot of times we'll get out of the car and play too. If there's like an open field or even lawn, you know, that we can just run up and down in. We'll do that. I recommend having activity something in your car all the time. You never know when it's going to come in handy to have something for your kids to do. We all, we constantly have books in the car yeah yeah it's, we always I mean, have those there are times when you're just sitting and waiting for something and even in our lives when my big kids are older and, and drive we still even our youngest even now sit ends up having to sit in the car for one reason or another and books just they're a be-all end-all for us yep. <laughs> you have tons of them in there you don't take your favorite books to the car, we've learned. You, these are the books that you don't, are entertaining, but you don't, nothing special. Because car books tend to get destroyed. Mm-hmm. But they're completely worth having. <laughs> and car colored pencils just disappear. I remember one time I bought a package of colored pencils for them when we were down um, visiting family that lives far away. And... By the time we got home, and I'll admit it's a two-day drive, so it's a long, long drive. By the time we got home, only two pencils remained, and I don't—I still don't know what happened to the others. They just—it's like they were beamed up 
in the outer space or something. Like, I have no idea where they are inside the seats. Like, we looked. We looked in all the little cubby holes. I don't, Ooh. I still don't know. And I asked the kids and they were like, I don't know. It's like, really? Where did you put them? <laughs> it must be here somewhere. I need to have my car detailed. Those people would be so happy. Speaking of. <laughs> so the grocery store, this is a biggie for me. I really, I've learned that if I take my kids to the grocery store, I should expect to spend 10 to 15% more money than I would if I didn't have them with me. Maybe I just have no self-control. <laughs> I can't just say no all the time. Or they remind me of things that they'd like to have that I would have just walked right past if they hadn't been But you been said there. you'd buy exactly. Cookies. Oh, I forgot. You can say I forgot if you make it all the way home, but you can if you're standing right there in the store still. Well. <laughs> the problem. <laughs> and other errands too. Try taking three kids to the post office and waiting in line to drop off a package. Like, it's Oh my goodness. Standing in any line that is more than five people long with three kids is, it's bad. It's a really bad thing. It is. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. So that's what's a little harder about homeschool. It isn't the school itself. It's just that they're always here mm -hmm. and I can't escape them. For us, it's when they were in school, school provided all of the most of the activities mm. we didn't have to do a lot of enrichment education because the school provided a lot of the enrichment education and even now that our kids are older it seems like the enrichment education has only grown from those early days of homeschool for us what's harder is the driving and we i, I think it's been well established that i live in a more rural area than Lauren does. So for us, when I say the driving, I'm not talking about five minutes. I'm usually talking about 20 to 30 minutes. We tend to be driving a lot more than we would if our kids had been in school. So I, I definitely think that that is a little bit harder as a homeschooler, as opposed to a, a child who is in school, because there isn't a busing system for homeschoolers. I am the bus and I am running all the time to make things happen. And especially now that my oldest has graduated, he was my driver uh, that last year of homeschool. So he was able to do a lot of that driving, which was such a blessing because our youngest was so much younger then. It was amazing to be able to just send my teens to go do the things while I stayed home with our youngest. Well, he doesn't do that stuff anymore because he graduated last year. So I'm back to doing all that, all the driving for our, our family when my husband has, isn't home. And that is difficult to say the least, because now I'm dragging a four-year-old along with our teenager. So that, I would definitely say that's a harder part of homeschooling than a, a child who is in school. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Some freeing things about homeschooling uh, to kind of end this episode on are for me anyway uh this is just what i found is the schedule starts when i want it to so if on a monday i'm just not feeling it it's a rainy day and we're tired 
We will start school at 10 or 11 o'clock instead of 8 or 9 o'clock when we usually start. And that's fine. Maybe we just won't do quite as much on those days. And that's fine, too. Some days we don't even do like math, English, you know, that kind of thing at all. We go to a butterfly habitat or we go to the mall and see the giant fish in the aquarium that they have there. Or we go to anyone of like we went hiking not too long ago for a homeschool day and we just looked at stuff. And then when we got home, we made, made an entry in their journals about it. And that was a homeschool day and it was a good day and it was, we had fun. And Mm -hmm. that's what I'm kind of trying to do with them is just make sure that even though the majority of our days are, you know, math and science based, (laughs) We still have days sometimes where we just chuck it all together and go and do something educational and fun instead. And of course, when your kids are in school, you can't do that at all because then some truancy officer would be like, hey, how many Fridays are you going to (laughs) skip? That's really has been great for us. It saves me gas. Um, Even with going to like, I'd still be going to all the extracurriculars that we're going to now if my kids were in school. So I don't have to drive back and forth to the school every single day. And that certainly saves me a lot in gas. I remember when the kids were home for their first summer after school and thinking, boy, I haven't taken the van out of my driveway in four days. And I've had the same tank of gas for a month (laughs) it was before they were in so many extracurriculars (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's nice for you who live i know a little bit more urban area than i do um i know i i don't find that homeschool saves us gas it's gas well spent you know i i'm not i'm not Mm -hmm. at all complaining about the extracurriculars that our kids do because i i find value in everything that they're doing but it definitely is not a gas saver for us. So I just, I guess it just really depends on where you live on whether or not homeschool is saves you on vehicle time or not. Mm -hmm. If you're lucky to live in a more urban area, then (laughs) maybe it would save you some. It definitely saves me a lot. Um, Another really big thing is no homework. That's huge. I love being done for the day when the day is done. I This is the one area of criticism I have to my kids' private school that they went to, is why do you have my elementary student for eight hours a day and then dare to send them home with homework? <laughs> they certainly had my kids for longer than I did, and... Then they also send them home with homework. And then when I sent a note back that was like, I I remember one time I said, oh, yep, she had two extracurriculars this evening and she didn't have time to do that math sheet that you sent home. The teacher sent me a little note back that said, 
oh, well, she's going to next year when she's in third grade, she's really going to, you know, need to hunker down and she's still going to have to get that sheet done. And it's like, how? You right. had her for eight hours and then extracurriculars had her for another three. And I had a half hour to get her ready for bed. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was always a big criticism for me, too. I, I hated homework. Yep. I feel like an elementary student shouldn't have homework. I agree completely. They already have enough of a busy day. And I don't know. I don't even really love it for middle school students. And I, I don't know. If I look back on my own experience, I'd say, no, high schoolers shouldn't have it either. But I really <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I, I think that high schoolers, there is a place for it more just because the work is more demanding and mm -hmm. it's hard to get that much done during the school day. And it does help them to be better with time management on their own. But with elementary, that forces me to be to manage time in a way that I don't think is necessary because I know how I don't need to manage time for my elementary student. Mm -hmm. So I, I need, that always drove me crazy when my kids were in school too, that they would send home a ton of homework. And it, it was way more than I thought was necessary. One, you know, one sheet for each subject that they went through in school, which takes over an hour to do at home. Plus, and you're right, all the extracurricular stuff that, that you might have them doing. It, it was it was nuts. I hated homework. So glad you're liberated from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily easier, but I feel it's better. My high schooler this year is getting, actually both of my teens, even though we have a graduate, he's, he's getting education in it too. This is a teaser for a future episode. We're remodeling our kitchen. And they are both getting a lesson in construction and demolition. We did that too. Uh, <laughs> did they get to help? Yes. Yes, they did. Because we couldn't have done it without them. We needed them. And so they're, they're get, if they had been in school for this, we would have done this all during the day when they were at school. So right now they're getting lessons in construction as we remodel our kitchen it's been great they and it's a slow going project they'll come down and help us for an hour or whatever and then be able to go back up and finish whatever work they're doing well i should say she's doing just my older or my older daughter is, is still in school but it, it's been really fun to have them work with us on this and you know they're getting to learn to use the the tools necessary to do construction and they're an extra pair of hands to help hold as you know we're, we're hanging cabinets and, and leveling different things and so it's been great to have them help with this project and that's something that they definitely wouldn't have been able to do had they they've been in school for this so that's that's been a blessing we've enjoyed it so much mm-hmm and we're still at the beginning of this project. I say it like we, we're almost done. We're not. We're still at the beginning. We've hardly started, in fact. So they're going to get a lot more experience. They just don't even realize it yet, how great it's going to be. <laughs> Homeschooling can be a fun time with your kids. Anything you do can be hard. But all the work and time spent is worth it. Until next time. Mm -hmm. 
Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle Podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.